According to Rethinking Cities, the demolitions in Oworoshonki have affected 7,000 homes and other structures. The demolitions in Oworoshonki have affected 7,000 homes and other structures. Now, Lagos, join the conversation over WhatsApp, 0700-993-993-993. Um, if you think about 7,000 homes and other structures, it's, it's actually an unthinkable number. I mean, you think about the current economic climate, you think about high prices of food, high, high prices of transport, and it's unthinkable that 7,000 people have been affected by this thing. Now, some voices within government are saying that this wasn't government. While the community people are insisting that it was government, the question we need to answer now is who is behind this? Was it all necessary? Were the rules followed? How should government go about compensating the affected Lagosians? Like I mentioned when we started, my guest is uh, from Rethinking Cities. And of course, uh, Rethinking Cities, um, th their en entire mandate is, well, Rethinking Cities. He's the co-founder, Deji Akinpelu. Thank you for joining us via Skype, uh, via, via Zoom. Yeah, thank you, Sandra, for having me. Hmm. Hope I'm loud and clear. Yes, you are loud and clear. Now, I'm, okay, I I have returning in, into the studio from our 4 o'clock conversation, Chief Albert Lawal, Baba Confirm, uh, Mrs. Adedoi Ajalikoko. Thank you so much for sticking around and wanting to keep talking with us. Okay. Now, uh, let me start with you, um, Adiji. Uh, and the, the very first thought in my mind is rethinking First of all, let's talk about rethinking cities, right? Um, let's talk about rethinking cities. Let's talk about the work that you do there. Okay, uh, rethinking cities basically is, a, is an advocacy group. Um, uh, it, it stemmed out of my work as an uh, as someone who is into the entertainment industry. Uh, I am an actor, by the way. I'm a photographer, but um, in the line of my work, uh, pretty much uh, urban development issues caught my attention and. Uh, pretty much decided to start working with the academia to begin to push out their policies um, that are capable of bringing us to all sustainable and inclusive um, cities. And that uh, we've been doing for the past uh, four to five years, um, engaging government on issues that borders around waste management, um, transportation, housing, um, sustainable development uh, in every phase of it, basically. Mm. Now, there seems to be some confusion or controversy about who carried out um, this demolition and on whose orders. Yeah. Um, what yeah. can we say definitively, you know, about the demolition order? What can we say about it definitively? Yeah, from uh, the fact sheets that we're able to put out there, definitely, like we said, two streets actually got the notification from the Ministry of Environment. Okay. That is very clear uh, from the document received by um, the communities. Okay. Uh, the two streets involved okay. uh, came from the Ministry of Environment. They tried to do our own investigation. The, the office that emanated from uh, pretty much exists. And also the uh, eviction was done which, by which, the special tax force. Which two streets are yeah. this? Um, um, I'll have to try and get the exact name. Okay. Uh, in the course of the interview, I'll give you the exact the streets. Thank you. Um, okay. That they were given the seven seven days no okay. notification of um, a fixture. Okay. Um, but of course, um, it, and it was carried out by the uh, task force mm -hmm. of the Lagos State Government, 
um, the special tax was attached to the governor's office. Right. Um, it's not a strange tax force. It's a tax force that um, uh, we are quite familiar with. They did the same operations in Otodo Bame. They did the same one in um, Oreg, uh, Monkey Village in Orego. Uh, yeah, the tax force is quite familiar. And uh, maybe in the line of the discussion also, we will speak to that. Mm. So as much as we know, uh, it, it was carried out definitely. Uh, others was by the Ministry of Environment mm -hmm. and um uh, also, it is very clear that the tax force also led that operation. Mm -hmm. I mean, recent visits by legislators and the local government chairman mm -hmm. um, pretty much also confirms that. And the, uh, the orders of the House um, to the tax force to say they should stay on um, uh, on evicting the people uh, also shows clearly that this was done by them. Yeah. Now, so how come we're still having the Lagos State government deny um, that they are behind this? Because I have some residents uh, from some of these streets, uh, especially Pressure Seed, um, um, in the studio with me at the moment. Uh, at the moment, yeah. and between four and five, they said to us that the Lagos State government had said we didn't give the order. Um, the yes. House of Assembly members are saying we're not aware that this is going on. The King of the yeah. area is saying we're not aware that this is going on. So uh, why is that? Why is that this? Confusion. Why is that confusion? Okay, yeah. this is where the confusion lies. Like you said, Precious Seed was not served any notification, and Precious Seed community, for instance, is one of the communities that I'm quite familiar with. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no notification um, to that um, um, community. So let me just explain the way it is. It is like you mark out area A and B mm -hmm. to say you want to evict them, and in the eviction exercise, you carry out to evict people from A, B, C to D. Hmm. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So it is. A, it extends, you know, it's like the same way the one that happened in Takwa Bay, mm -hmm. which, are, by the way, I've studied quite a number of evictions in the city of Lagos. Mm -hmm. So what usually happens with this tax force and their misbehavior is that, okay, um, this area has been marked as, okay, we want to carry out an eviction. Then on the day of the exercise, you begin to spread uh, now, even back to the people that got the notification, uh, giving somebody a seven days notification to evict somewhere and shouldn't resort to eviction. At least you should persecute them and get a court order to push them out. Mm. It's like your landlord telling you that you should leave your house uh, today and seven days. And I mean, he now has the right you know, to, to come and just push all your things away. No. There has to be a persecution that follows. There are so many things surrounding it. Um, the communities were posted uh, and um, told that, okay, um, that they, there's a security issue that has been raised by the state government. Um, the chief press secretary of the, to the state government, Boyega, came out and said there are criminals that live there. Like I said in my reply to him, that's been the narrative from Otodo Bame, um, to Monkey Village, this is the same narrative that government keeps giving. You make a call to them. The first thing they say, our oh, criminals live there. <laughs> I mean, which, what, so what have you done about the security in that area? Is the first, the next thing that you need to do is to pull down the houses of women and children that live in that area? Is that the next thing to be done? Have you found out what the people in the area are doing about their own security? Shoki community is one community I'm very, very familiar with. I sat down with the young people of Uwuroshoki, uh, Uwuroshoki Youth Forum, and we designed what we call the Uwuroshoki We Want. 
part of the things that the young people have been doing is to set up a security outfit called uh, Madon. Madon is a Yoruba word that says don't dare not, which has been checkmating the, secu uh, the, in the issues of insecurity in Oworo. And this they've been doing for years. Households in Oworo Shoki pay monthly, monthly, to ensure that their space is safe. So the old excuse and the old call about criminal hideouts and all of that is um, very, very, is a convenient truth for them to begin to act the way they act. And it's the same narrative. Uh, Sandra, I know you are a journalist and you've been in this labor, you've been on this matter for a long time. You hear all this story all the time. And I told them, this narrative is old and, and it's very outdated. All right. You understand? These are people who are making their communities safer, trying to do everything they can do. So, and again, the, the issue is, oh, they are shanties. Shanties. What do you mean by shanties? Somebody paid for a land and he was able to just use plant to build his house. These are not just, I mean, it's not, it's, these are places that is not just no man's land. No, come on. <laughs> Some people, families own this land and they sell to people. You understand? Some of these people have documentations for their land. So all those, all that excuse and all the confusion uh, uh, and all the um, the things that the government is trying to do now, okay, we'll start trying to set up an investigative panel, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, number one, there's a serious goof. They have goofed seriously by, de uh, by demolished that very large expanse of land. I can go on, but let me let you ask about your other questions. Okay. You know, but, uh, yeah. I, I, the next set of questions I have are for my guests who are in the studio with me. Uh, let me start yeah. with you, uh, uh, madam. Um, so, Deji said something. Deji said that um, some of what we've heard from government is that criminals live here. That's why they are trying to clear out the area. What do you say to that, madam? Thank you very much. It is true that we had it about five days ago. Hmm. And we said we don't aware of anything like that. Okay. That there are criminals are, that are hiding somewhere in that community. Right. And from Ton Melan Bridge to that place is like let's say 150 150 acres to to that area okay. where they said it's stances and where the criminal hideouts. Well, first of all, I told you that the OYF, the OYF and the uh, Reality Women Forum, because I belong to Reality Women Forum, okay. we pay our deals. Okay. And this Amotekun, don't try it. We paid in our community. Okay. Even any houses that do not pay monthly deal, they will go and seal up that house. Okay. That is under most, they must secure our uh, life. How much is monthly due? Our monthly due is one one thousand okay. by each person. Okay. Yeah. So per house you have to pay one thousand to Amotekun. Yes. To provide security. To provide security. Okay. Now, if Amotekun is providing security, how come the government? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm coming to you, Baba. Confirm for this. If the if the uh, if Amotekun is providing security there, how come government is saying that there are criminals there? Um, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know why government say that. But uh, I'm giving you 110% that we don't have criminals in our place and it is well secured. It is a close where there is a gate. We have a gate before you will come in into the, our street. Hmm. And we have security man. 
adequate. Hmm. So that I don't see any point that um, the government we said the place it is a criminal is living there. Hmm. There is no criminal. We hmm. don't have criminal. We don't have both criminal. We have a shaman. We have people we set up in, 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 uh, against all those things. Whenever they saw what is strange, we all come out to say no. We don't want it. Hmm. Unlike Sunday, when we are in the church, some people came in. They are distributing food. They have to come and tell us. Before they even do anything there, anybody, mm -hmm. they, they, they come to us. We are the one to tell them that go or don't go. Mm. So therefore, our place is well organized. We organize it because we are avoiding this kind of problem. Mm. So in one word, there is no criminal in our place. Thank you very much, ma'am. No criminals, he says. Uh, Lawal, let me come to you. Uh, um, so uh, we know that back in July, in the middle of July, the Environment Ministry sent an enforcement notice to some um, streets in the area. What exactly did the enforcement uh, notice contain? Uh, the side is uh, Okeri side, down, okay. down. There are some house in the water. Okay. There's one park house on top. There are those big people okay. build on top of the water. Okay. So there's a notice. But okay. it's seven days for them. Okay. But this is our area. We surprised. I mentioned it that time. We surprised. Instead, you people, they even set fire for the part of the pressure seat. But the picture is my phone. Hmm. I have the evidence. Even though I have the evidence to prove. What those uh, task force did on that day is very wrong. Mm. That's number one. Concerning our security, our security is very tight. Okay. I'm the chief uh, task force inside the premises, inside the pressure seats. I'm the one. You are? Yes, okay. I'm the one. Okay. And secondly, any information I got in the night, I will normally call police. Okay. I remember there's a time I'm coming back from work around 12 o'clock. Some, some boys, like 10 people. Mm. Hang around, say, hey, you don't allow me to pass. Say, ah, for this Uru, are you leaving this Uru? Okay, mm -hmm. you are okay, don't worry now. So I trace those guys to the gate. I made, I, made, I made sure I picked their landlord. Oh. On that night. Okay. I called the police station. The DPO okay. gave me six policemen. So immediately, the feds arrest all of them. Mm. But I don't know the reason why the government mentioned shanty or no shanty, something like that, or insecurity. Mm -hmm. And security in that place is very tight, very strong. You understand? In the morning, we have security in the morning. In the night, we have like three or four. Mm. We pay them. After we pay the whole security, we pay our own security every month. Madon is apart. Don't do that. Okay. So it's apart. Our own security is apart. In the whole community, we are the second position. To pay the security fee. Okay. But I don't know the reason why they are complaining about insecurity or no security. What do you have to say, Chief Albert, about the um, uh, the, the talk from government so that these are shanties and shanties are not supposed to be there? It's okay. Um, in fact, uh, in the area, and I've been a chairman of that place okay. for many years. Okay. In fact, we walk. There's no DPO in the world who doesn't know me. Okay. Chiba no body, no police. Okay. There is nothing concerning a woro. Mm. Even the the CP, all of them knows me. Okay. We are security conscious in that place. Okay. Because we are close, the back there is near water. Mm -hmm. In fact, at that back we have a security man walking there in the night. Those eco people. Okay. Those fishermen. Okay. They are walking for us there. 
So for them to come and tell us that that place is scant empty, they don't know what they are talking about. What are you expecting from government right now? What I'm expecting from government is government to come in to see things by themselves. Why that the way that place is well developed, and if there is any reason, they didn't come and speak to us, so that we now know exactly where this problem is come from. Because now it seems to be we don't know where exactly the problem is coming from. What do you think about what my guest was saying uh, on the call that um, this uh, confusion that the government is 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 uh, is um, claiming at the moment is actually uh, uh, um, on purpose because this is what has happened in other places that have been demolished. Yes, yes, we are see is well known to us. This this is diabolical lie. They're just planning to to do anything to, to take the land from us. Okay. Whereby we will not agree. We're going to the law court. We're going to the law court because I put the land with very big amount. And I've been living here over almost 18 years now. Okay. Nothing, no police come to disturb me. Okay. But suddenly they just come unexpected in order to put fire. And if you, if you see what this will did, they are at least and they would never go unpunished. Tell me what they did. Do you know that they put fire? They wouldn't mind other children in this side of the house, whether the pregnant woman is inside the house. I'm telling you today, a lot of people is in the hospital. Because you cannot just go to the house and put fire. And if there was a time for election, Opa himself come there to breathe with everybody. No matter any party belong to vote for this present governor. But I'm surprised it's not even up to five months they decided to render people useless, homeless. So I think uh, we will not take it kindly with anybody. Madam, you want to yes. share your thoughts as well? Yes, I want to say anything about it. Now, concerning the demolition of the government at Pressure Seat, mm -hmm. I was surprised. Even if a government wants to demolish a houses in anywhere, mm. There must be a notice, maybe six months or a year. Mm. Maybe they have been noticing them, but this is our community. They did not even notice all at all. But what comes to my surprise is that the people that are burning, they we are demolishing this place, they put fire. They were burning houses, burning houses. So people were very afraid. Even this thing has caused so many people to have to, to be a homeless people. And they have BP. Some of them are in the hospital. Some of them are nursing BP, as I'm talking now, that they were buying a drugs. A drugs like, let's say, 40-something thousand, 30-something thousand, mm. because of the fear. Because the fear of that day, when they came, they were using gun. They were carrying gun up and down. So people were afraid of them, that they said, if you dare go in, they are going to shot you dead. So, you know, we women, we women, so when they came, we were afraid that why some people were packing out. Even some people lost their properties. And some people, they took their properties to a wrong hand. Their televisions, their phones, their everything. Even their particulars. Even some of the people that bought land there, the receipt of the land that has born. Even the Ego people that they started from their places, that person... He did not even take a single clothes at all with the wife and the children. So 
What I mean is that let the government come out to say maybe they want to use the land and the omonile, the land grapper. Let them come out. If they want to use that place, we will sit together, dialogue together. They can't just come like that and evacuate us in that place just like that. Because we too, we are women being like them. So we are all Nigerians. So that is why we call on the help of Nigerians, people in Nigeria and abroad to see to what is going on in our community to rescue us. All right. Um, if you just tuned in, hi, Lagos. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I have a number of guests on the show today, uh, a lot of them from Oworoshonki, from uh, several um, streets in the Oworoshonki community where uh, a few uh, days ago there were demolitions. And um, you, you've heard the stories of the people who are in the studio with me. I also have on the show with me co-founder Rethinking Cities, uh, Deji Akinkbelu, and Deji has been talking to me about the demolitions that often happen here in Lagos. And the big question on my mind is, are these demolitions legal and are they humane? What you've heard my guests talk about this evening, does that sound humane to you? Do you believe that the Lagos State Government has handled this evacuation, these demolitions, in a humane way? From what I'm hearing, it also doesn't really sound like they've handled it in a legal way. Now, uh, Deji, does the government have a legal right? And, and this is a question you're going to think about for a bit because we have to take a break soon. So let me just you know, share it with you so you can think about it. Yeah. Does yeah. the government have a legal right to issue a demolition order or an enforcement notice to an entire street or entire neighborhood? Must that order be to a particular house? Must that order be to a particular house? So think about it. Think about it just for a bit. And then when we come back from this break, um, I'll let you uh, talk to me about it. Now, let me talk to um, Lagos about how they can um, win some money. Are the Oworoshonki demolitions legal and humane? I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I have on the show with me this evening uh, Chief Albert Achibong, who is a former chair, Pressure Seed Close, that's in Oworoshonki. I have Mr. Lawala Deleke, CSO, Pressure, uh, Pressure Seed Close. I've got a trader, Mrs. Adedoin Ajelen Kokohi as well. Um, and I also also have Baba confirm JP. He's a prophet there. I also have joining me virtually co-founder Deji Akinbelu, and we're talking about the um, seven thousand homes and other structures that were demolished um, uh, that have been affected by the demolitions in Oworoshonki. We started this conversation at four, and we're continuing at the moment. Now, um, like I said, when we started the show, 7,000 is an unthinkable number, especially when you think about climate. I mean, it's raining almost every day, high price of food, high price of transportation. This is not the time to have people be homeless. Um, we, some voices in government are saying that this was not government, however, you've heard from our guests today that um, some streets got um, 
notice from the Ministry of Environment. Before the break, Deji, I was asking you about the legality of this. Does the government have a legal right to issue a demolition order or enforcement notice to an entire street or entire neighborhood? Or must the order be specific? Must it be to a particular house? So first of all, uh, um, let's make it very clear. The government has the right to say, okay, oh, this particular area, uh, we we have need of it uh, for public good. Um, and this has happened several times at, uh, uh, at different occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when government identifies a need and say, okay, and the land is being occupied by people, yeah, government can go in, but there are conditions that has to be fulfilled before government um, can do that. Okay. And acquiring a land for public good, after acquiring it, you must use it for that public good. Okay. You understand? Okay. Here's the point. Uh, that was the same thing that happened in Magodo. If you can remember when the governor had to rush down to Magodo, when the families had to go and get an injunction yes. from the court yes. to say they want their land back. Yes. The government got it under the pretext of who oh, wanted to build an international hospital. Yes. And Magodo turned out to be luxury estate. Yes. Um, uh-huh. So there is the part of, yeah, for public good and the law that backs up the government that says every land belongs to the government. Right. Um, yeah. So, but however, there are procedures that these things have to follow. In the case of Uwurunshoki right now, what is the reason? There has to be a reason for why you are giving the notice. One of the things, uh, what they, the notice did was that they were encroaching on wetland and they lacked public toilet. Okay. That's what the notice said. Okay. Now, the question is, where is the wetland exactly that you're talking about here with this affected area? These are just waterfront communities. There is no wetland that we can see. Lagos to today, we are still asking the question, where is the Lagos wetland policy? Where is the list of all the wetlands in the city of Lagos hmm. that requires protection? Now, when there is no list, I cannot even check and confirm what and what you are trying to claim. Mm-hmm. So somebody can wake up tomorrow and just write a notice and say your area is a wetland. Maybe where, where your station is right now just say it's a wetland. So mm. we have to demolish it. Mm. So there is the provision for it, but there are things that need to be followed. In this case, there is no wetland. It is only it's even government that is aggressively embarking on sand filling activities in Oworoshoki that is going on. You understand? So the, the other case, in, uh, the other case in point, you talk about public toilet, that they lack public toilet. Right. Precious in the state, the people that you have there, there are NGOs who have been working in terms of sanitation mm-hmm. in that community, mm-hmm. engaging with them and providing them use, uh, sustainable wetland, uh, sorry, sustainable toilet facilities. Right. You understand what I mean? Right. So all these things, and I can tell you, historically, like from Otodok Bame, so any other first eviction that you can uh, think of, what shows up, even like in the case of Magudu that we saw at the end of the day, is luxury housing estates. That is why what is what is being done. That's why they are doing what they are doing. If you re- if you remember, very, if you're coming from the island and you're trying to get into Oworo, you remember the government of uh, 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 Ambody, San Filling, that Oworo Shoki area. Yes. Now, that place had a jetty plan you understand now it is being it's going to be used fully for what they call um luxury luxury villa 
an estate is coming up there. Initially, what the public was told wasn't that. Now, the jetty plan is now being moved to the back, now where we have the eviction going on. Now you begin to wonder, I'm sure you've seen the drone shot of the demolition exercise. Right. You understand? And like somebody was trying to say, that is not even houses built with, just houses built with uh, wood. You had houses built with bricks, uh, cement, very strong houses. I've also, seen, I've also seen pictures. Um, the guests in the studio yeah. have shown me pictures okay. of their houses. Yeah. Show you pictures, right? Yeah. That doesn't look like in any way like shanties at all. Those are not you shanties understand? at all. Now, there is a proposed Koshofe master plan okay. that says that that entire expanse of land should be used for a jetty. And the question is, who needs that much of that much land to build a jetty? And now this is still a proposal to the state government. Hmm. So two grounds. You are saying is a wetland. It cannot be a wetland, from what we are saying. Mm -hmm. Even if if you are told you tell me, okay, uh, you are not a wetland expert and everything, you cannot tell me that that entire expanse of land is a wetland. It is not a wetland in any way. People have built things on it with brick, and it shows clearly it's just a waterfront uh, community. Secondly, what you call the proposal for the jetty, if that is what you want to lean on, is still a proposal. And from the map, which I can send to you, it is too massive. Are you trying to compete with the world? Is it a Guinness book? Is it another attempt to break another uh, Guinness World Book of Record that we are building the biggest jetty in Africa? For what? What exactly? So the eviction notice has a whole lot of questioning questions around it. It is not solid. It is not grounded. Unlike what had happened in Magodo that several years back now, the families are coming back to say, no, you collected this land for public good huh? to build international hospital. Now you are not built, you are not using it for that. We want our land back. So this has always been the pretext. Anybody go and show me. You call the people in Otodobame criminals. Go and show me what is in and what is lying on Otodobame today. Is it not a real, uh, a real estate? The real problem here is that the, the the test for those who are in power and those who are in authority and have political influence, their their desire to continue to build real estate in the city of Lagos and using targeting poor people as the victim of their desire is the real problem here. There is nothing about somebody being serious about protecting anything or an encroachment. When you even talk about encroachment, look at the banana island that they are building right now for the, for the mighty and powerful. How much of it has it extended beyond the original plan? That is where the real encroachment is. Not that you're not accusing poor people to say, they're encroaching on wetlands. That's not really it. So the eviction notice is not following anything that we know that should be the basis of it. It is not coming with any fact or solid government plans. Yes, government have the right to consider you want to use somewhere, but it has to be clear to all what you want to use it for. All right. yes, and you have to engage the people. Okay. And you also know there's the principle of compensation. 
Okay. Then you now have to compensate them. But okay. the plan is not even clear. All right. Let's come to Lagos now. 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. Call us on 01465-7190 as well. 01465-7190. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. What's your name, ma'am? Yes, this is Yawande Morris. Yawande, welcome. from Fabulous Urban, Nigeria. Talk to me, Yawande. Okay, so this recent demolitions from uh, Atoworun Shoki. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we know that the representative from the adult committee from the House of Assembly, mm-hmm. Lagos House of Assembly, has visited Okiri, has visited some of the sites. Yes. And also, um, the, um, Elijah Kafila Tokbara and... Um, the chairman of Kosovo local government, Moyo Sela, has visited. Yes. But we don't want just visits. Okay. We want the government to be held accountable. Okay. We want whoever did this to be prosecuted. We want dam- the damages that is done. We want it. We want compensation for these people because we can't just throw people into this code. Look at the weather. We can't throw them into this code and, and accept that everything will be all right. Nothing is going to be all right unless the government come out to tell us the perpetrators of this offense and then how they will be how they will be um, judged. Mm. Please, All let's right. talk about that one. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good evening. Yes, I'm Victor. Victor, Please, welcome. Um, Australia is for that area too. What? Australia living for that area too. Uh, I don't know what you mean. I mean, Australia, they live for here too. That's the way they destroy the house. Yes. Okay, thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. 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 Thanks for calling. Good, good evening. evening. Yes, good evening. My name is Tony Princess. Welcome. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm from Precious Shoki. Okay, welcome. Yeah, about the demolition. Mm-hmm. We need way forward because I'm among the people that they, they, they demolish our house and they set fire on me. I'm sorry. So what we need now, we need way forward. We don't have anywhere to sleep. We are sleeping outside. Please, we need our government to come out and tell us way forward. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Now, what would the way forward look like, Baba Confirm? What would the way forward look like? Um, thank you very much once again. Um, we have chairman, we have councillor, we have honorables, state and federal. And there is something they represent. They represent the public or the community. Unlike honorable um, Ganil. Or Kolan is representing a um, co-chauffeur. So what we need from them is that um, we don't want them to suffer the poor because with what we are seeing now, and this is not their first time, it is not their second time, not their third time. It is not only in our area. We want from them to let the poor to breathe. That is all. <laughs> yeah, madam. Yeah, what are that your is thoughts? all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. What Baba Kofam is saying is right mm. because all these people, the local government chairman and House of Assembly, because they have an office, an office in Kochofe, mm-hmm. that anything, any complaining, 
that they should come there to come and complain mm. what the people are lacking of. Mm. But it is our surprise that that they just came in. Come because came in started demolishing our area, mm. our houses, mm. our goods. Mm. Because when they wanted to go to that seat, they always come to Urushuki, especially in our community, like thrice in a week that they've voted them. And even the king of Urushuki, yeah. Oba, Babatu, they saw you, call all the community people, all the people in Precious Seed, that he have the judgment of Precious Seed in Ferry, that, which, that he's begging us now. He called all the landlords and the tenants mm, yes. before the election. That day was on the 16th of May this year. He called them that please, that they should, uh, no, March. on the 16th of March, mm. that we should please vote APC from top to, to down. That is begging on. And they do so. They voted for whosoever that he said he liked. Mm. They voted them in. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it has not been five months. So you feel betrayed. Yeah. They feel betrayed. Mm. That what we are saying is that they can't just punish us like that. They have to come to our rescue to come and tell us that what is the reason why did they demolish our places. They can't just drive us away like that because there are so many, many cannibals in our area. We are not an illiterate that they can just push away like that. We are going to fight it to the lens. Okay. We are going to fight it to the lens. We don't care anything that is going to happen. Yeah. They can't just punish us like that. We are all Nigerians, as I'm, as I'm saying. We are all Nigerians that they should not demolish our houses and go scot-free like that. They must come to our aid to do something for us okay. that this is what they are going to do. Come to our dialogue. So that is it. All right, Mr. Lawala Deleke, CSO Precious Seed Close. Let me talk to you a bit about um, um, your fears going forward. Are you worried that they are going to come and demolish your own buildings? And thank you very much, my sister. Uh, I'm not sure you, those people will come, but we have to fight to know who is normally send them to us every year. We can't continue to... I'm from Ekwe. Okay. My senior brother is Waleraji Asofrep at Abuja. Okay. So the same area, the same... He's my father. Okay. But uh, we don't know the situation. Where some people look, some people just from leave your fleet to your another fleet. Mm. They look some people like an idiot, you know, ignorant, you know, idiot animal. They leave you an animal, you are nothing. Mm. But it's not the until the person wear a, a dashiki mm. or a shoki, something like that, before mm. they know that it's somebody, somebody that belongs to somewhere. Yeah. We are all Lagosian. I'm a Lagosian. Right. From the call, during the 1999, I'm state delegate. Right. During the Balatunumbu. Right. But I work very hard. So right. let us forget about the politics. But who is normally betrayed a poor people every year? Let's say if this thing just going silent now, mm -hmm. before next year you can hear another story. 
So that's why you're speaking now. So yes. they cannot do this again. They don't. They cannot do it again. They right. I don't want repeating it, it again. All right. Um, we have to end this here. But I will. I would like to thank everyone who has joined us this evening. Thank you uh, to Mr. Lawala Deleke. Thank you, Baba Confirm JP, Chief Albert Achibong, yeah. uh, Mrs. Adedoyi Ajalenkoko, and of course Deji Akinbelu, co-founder Rethinking Cities. You've been so gracious. Thank you for bringing this to Nigeria Info. If anything else happens, we're here. We're happy to um, help you amplify. We're happy to help you talk about it. Thank you for your time. Have a good evening. Lagos, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll bring you the news at 6. After the news at 6, it will be time for the step down from 6.15. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Sandra Ezekwesili. S. Ezekwesili everywhere. Lagos, don't go away.